All right, Daf Mem Zion. We left off yesterday with Abaye understanding the second case of the Mishnah, that's where the para attacks the Shar, and, the, and it's Nimtza Umbra B'tzida, and we're unsure if the attacking para was with child at the time of its attacking. So the Mishnah had said, you pay the Chatzinesic and the Revia, and Abaye had understand that to be from two different owners, and you're basically paying a half plus a quarter, or three-eighths, for those of you out in Mathland, which Rava didn't like because Lechaira doesn't say that in the Mishnah. So Zokta Gemara in the second to bottom line on Mem Vavam Beis, Ela Omer Rava, Le'olam Bepara Uvlad Echad. It's all owned by one person. The Mazik's cow also had the Vlad. V'hochika Amrinan. Isa Lepara, if the Para is still present and it's available for you to collect the money from it, so the Mishtalm Chatzin Nezek Mipara. Moving over to Amid Aleph. Laysa Lepara, but let's say the cow's not here, so then Mishtalm Revia Nezek Mivlad. Then you actually can collect from that Revia Nezek from the Vlad. Why is there Revia Nezek? Because it's a suffix on the so that's and you only get a quarter. So when the Mishnah said the Chatzinezek from the cow or the quarter Nezek from the Vlad, it's two different cases. It's either or. That's how Rava understood the Mishnah. So like the Gemara Taima, why are you paying only a quarter from the Vlad? You don't know whether or not that Vlad was inside the mother cow at the time of the goring. But if you knew that that Vlad was inside the cow when it gored, now the Nezek could collect the entire Chatzinezek from that Vlad, and that's going to be Rava, Latame, De Amarava, Parashazika, Goiva Mi Vlada. You can collect from the Vlad, assuming that's the only animal that's available to you, my time because Gufahi, because it's part of the mother. Sounds a lot like Uberierich Imoyu, right? And Tysus deals with that. Tysus says, says this would actually be Uberierich Imoy, as opposed to the other cases that Tysus brings about Nirvas and Negachas that would not be as much of a Raya of Uberierich Imoy. This is Keneged, other Shitas of the Rishainim, the Ra'ah, and the Bedekabayas, and the Ran argues, the Ran's Lashen is that this is not a case of Obri Yerachimai, this is just a Messiah ben Nezek. There is a nice Kasha from the Achrainim that if you're telling me that this Uber is part of the Nezek because it's Gufa, why is it any worse than Nesharha Etzadin? We learned earlier that Nesharha Etzadin, since it's trained to do the Negicha, it's not responsible for its actions. Well, this Vlad is certainly not doing its own will. It's only along for the ride because of the mother cow here. You can listen to Rav Pinchas Gross, who has a Mahalach to for him for that kasha. But anyway, this is Ravashita, that it is Gufa. But he's going to contrast it. Tarnagailis Shehazika, let's say you have the homicidal chicken, and it's with egg. So, Eina Gaiva Mibitsasa, the Nizik can't collect the Chatzinezik from the egg, assuming the egg is the only thing that's in front of us, because my time, because Pirsha Be'almahu, it's different. An Uber is part of the mother, but the egg is a separate entity from the chicken. Now we have a new halacha. Amarava in Shaman Lepar Bifne Atzma, Uvlad Bifne Atzma. How do you shots up the value? You don't look at the cow by itself and the Vlad by itself in order to determine the amount of the hezek. El shaman levlad al gavpara. You look at a pregnant cow, the two as a unit. Shim iata oimrikin, because if you wouldn't say this, nimta ata makhish es hamazik, you'd end up hurting the mazik. This would be a higher value. You would look at the two things independently, and therefore you'd be machai of the mazik to pay more, and we don't want to do that. The Gemara doesn't really give us a mucker here, but the rush in the beginning of Perka Chayvel says, Mi biru that Pusik indicates that we should look at the Shuma in the Muskula Dika way, and therefore we look at it as one unit. Similarly, a guy who cuts off the hand of his friend's Eved, you don't look at the value of the hand and the value of the Eved, but rather you look at it as one unit and what's the difference in cost between an, uh, between an Eved with a hand and without. Also, if I have this big field of 
strawberries and, and my cow is mazik some strawberries, you don't say how much are strawberries worth, how much are fields worth. No, what you do is you say this field of strawberries before and after the hezek, how much was it worth? Frank the Gemara, Amr Lei, Rav Achabre, the Ravla, Ravashi, Ve'idinahu, Lechush Mazik. In other words, why don't you do that? If this is Taka the Halacha, that you look at the independent articles, well, sure, that might cost the Mazik more money, but if that's the Halacha, that's the Halacha. To which the Gemara says, Misham the Amr Lei, the Mazik can tell the Nizik, Parama Abrosa is a Kosach, Parama Abrosa, Shaimin Alach. Look, I was Mazik a pregnant cow, so I'm going to assess the damage based on the lower value of a pregnant cow. So Ravashi seems that this is a svar to say this is the mazik's taina. It's not just that we're trying to be chas on the mazik. Let's say they're owned by two different people. So then pitma labal para, the additional fatitude of this para that happens as a result of the pregnancy, that goes to the balha para. That's nafchamai. What about the fact that there's this baby weight that the cow has that makes the cow worth more money as a result of this Ibor. Does the hezek of this loss, right, because cows that are fatter are worth more, I in Parshas Mikates, so does that additional value of that baby weight, does that go to the Balapara or the Balavlad, right, because you could see it going either way. So if Papa Omar, La Balapara, Rav Achabare, the Ravika Omar, Chelkin, you divide it. Hilchasa Chelkin. Zogd Mishnah, Hakadar, that's a potter. Shehechnis Kidei Raisav Lachatzer Balabayas Shalabrashus. He brought these things into the Chatzer of the Balabayas without permission. Now we would just teach like he just didn't ask permission, but the Shita Mikobeth is bringing some of the Rach. This is against what the Baal HaTchatz are saying. The Baal HaTchatz are saying, don't come in here, and he does it anyway. That's what he touches as Shalei Bershus. What happens when the potter brings his stuff in? Veshavar behemta shel Baal Abayis. And now the Baal Abayis' animals broke the pots of the potter. So the halach is potter. He's potter to the potter. The pellet with the poisons in the vessel with the pestle and the chalice from the palace has the brew that is true. To quote Danny Kay from the 1955 court jester, but the potter here will be potter to the Baal HaChotzer. He's off the hook because, like, what are you doing in my backyard? If the animals of the Baal Abayis were damaged, then Baal Kadeiris chayefs, and the potter, who wasn't supposed to be there in the first place, he's got to pay for it. And if he brought them in with permission, Baal HaChotzer chayef, at that point, he took some level of a chayef, as the Gemara is going to say, and therefore he is going to be chayef. Similarly, he brought in fruits without permission. He wasn't supposed to be there. Let's say the animals got hurt by those payers. So then Bala Peiris Chayev. Mechnes Pershus, also Bala Chotzer is going to be Chayev because then he took Achrayis for them. And lastly, Hichnes Shar Lechotzer Bala Bayis, Shaloi turning over Bershus. He brought them in without Rishus. Venag Chay Shayrish Bala Bayis. Now we're talking about Axen. And the Bala Bayis's Shar gored this interloper's Shar. Not sure if interloper is the right word, but it sounds cool. Or the Balabais' dog bit my shar. And the Achrayim are busy with why are we talking about dogs at all? Why is this? What does this add? But of course, you can hear that there might be a chiddush in the fact that a dog is starting up with my shar. It's not normal. All those things will pater the balabayas. Nagahu shel balabayas. Now let's say the the guy who wasn't supposed to be there's ox gores the balabayas ox and chayev. Not the labayer of hivish meimov. Let's say this trespasser's shar falls into the bar and messes up the water of the balabayas. So then he's chayev. Let's say father or the son, a relative of the balha bar, was inside the bar and the ox fell on them and killed them. The Gemara is going to talk about why we're talking about family members particularly, not just anybody. Then Mishalm is a kaifer. Then like any other kind of murderous animal, you got to pay a kaifer. You have to be fairish, accept responsibility. Otherwise, you will not be chayev just by letting the guy in. 
the Gemara. Time of the reason why the potter is chayef because he brought them in Deloy Bershus. Habershus, but it's mashma if he had the Rishusa of that balabayas, Lemachai bal kaderas benizkib, then Lemachai bal kaderas benizkib behemtoy de balachotzer. If he had Rishus, we're not going to be Machai of the bal of the pots to pay for the animals of the balachotzer. And we don't say that by asking permission to bring in the pots, kibule kabul bal kaderas nitirusa de behemtoy de balachotzer. Look, I only asked to bring in my pots. I'm not claiming a for your animals. So money, who's that going to be? That's Rebihi to Omer Kol Bistama like Kabbalah Lebeni Tirusa. This must be the ton of the mission. It must be Rebbe who holds at any time there's a stama, meaning a regular rishus, and you're not specifying beferish and achrayas of watching it. I'm not taking achrayas to watch your stuff. But a masefa. The end of the mission says, If he brought in the pots with the rishus, then the bal hachotzer is That giving permission is a tantamount to saying, I'm taking achrayas for the hezek. So the ratio of the mission is Rebbe, and then the sefa is going to be the rabbonan. The su also, Rebbe Eimer, it says in the End of the Mishnah. Rebbe Yomer B'Kulin in a Chayv Adshi Kabbal of Balabayas Lishmar. The ratio of the Sefer Rebbe Mitzias and Rabbanan. That's a no can do. Amar Rebbe Zera Tavra Misha Shonazu Leishonazu in a Chanami. You can break it up that way. That's not so schwer. Rava Amar B'Kula Rabbanan. He. The whole Mishnah is really Shitas Rabbanan, and they argue with Rebbe Uber Shus. And we're talking about where they were brought in with Rishus. And I, you're making a steer me neobey. No Kashmir is Kederais. Kabila love balachotzer. Ve'afilu nishbro beruach. In echanami, in echanami, mistama you don't, you're not makabel achrayis. But here, by the kaderis, he is being makabel the achrayis. Ve'afilu nishbro ruach. Even if they were just breaking the wind. In other words, if I'm letting you bring your pots into my backyard, I am saying I'm taking achrayis. That's only from the balachotzer standpoint. But the potter himself, he's not taking achrayis for what happens in the field of the balachotzer. So they really have two different sets of rules: the balachotzer and the balapotter. Then the mission had said hichnas peiraisiv. So we're saying the pear somehow damaged the animal. So Rav says we're talking about where the animal slipped and got hurt on the pears. Let's say he ate too much of the pears, then potter. That will potter the balha pears because my time He shouldn't have eaten them. This introduces a svara that you're responsible for your own bad decisions. And if the shar is going to eat my pears, just my, my parents are not evil over here, and therefore I'm not responsible for that hezek. You could take a look at an interesting chashuke chemet about a guy who goes to a hotel, sits on the couch, and tears his suit from a sticking out nail. So he goes to complain and says, hey, you guys ripped my suit. And the Balham Hotel says, well, why'd you sit on it? At the end, Rav Zilberstein holds that the owner of the hotel is chayiv, because if you're paying for the hotel, you can assume that they're not going to have suit-ripping nails on their furniture. But anyway, in reference to Argamara, Omer Rav Sheshis, Amini Kinaim V'shochiv Rav Omer Lahoshmaitza, was Rav sleeping when he said this? Which, of course, sounds like a real shtach in a dig, but the famous tshuva from the Chavos Yair that goes through every insult in Shas, he speaks out that Kinaim V'shochiv Omer Rav is really a backhanded compliment, that Rav is so great that it's impossible he said this when he was conscious, he must have been sleeping. Did Tanya, why is it so impossible for Rav to have said that the animal has to watch out for what it eats? Because the Tanya, if I put poison in front of my friend's animal, but who that's only with poison that you're going to be because the animal doesn't usually eat poison. You put a nice healthy bunch of pears in front of an animal, but according to Rav, why? According to you, Rav, you have the svar of you should say that even by regular pears, forget poison, just regular pears. So Amri, you could say in defense of Rav, who had in a filo pears, Nami? 
Potter me dine adam. I have a hokamash mono. Why are we talking about poison? That filu some of us nami de lea vida de ochla, chaibadine shamayim. The chiddish is that you're still chaibadine shamayim, even though it's not normal to be eaten. Or be by the same, I could say some of us nami, afrasta. We're talking about specifically afrasta. The hainu peri, it's a peri which is dangerous and therefore an animal might eat it. What in the world is afrasta? So, of course, we turn to Dr. Henry Abramson, who says it's either oleander, yellow iris, or sour grass. We hope that helped you understand it better. Okay, Zok the Gemara. Mesave. We're going to ask again on Shitas Rav of the Havelei Shaloi Toichel Svara. So the woman goes into the Balabayas' area to grind the wheat without his permission. And the animal eats the wheat. So Potter. That Balabayas is Potter from paying for it. That we understand. Imhuzka, let's say the animal got hurt by that wheat, then Chayevas, she's Mechayevas, pay for the damages. Vamai, name it Havelei Shaloi Toichel. Chayevas should be the same Svara. Why is this animal hurting itself by eating my wheat? So Amri, we say, Umi Adifa Mimasnisan, is this Bryce any better than our Mishnah, which is the same thing, do which Rav Zet signed the Mishnah by it slipped on the pears. In Achanami, who says that the animal ate the pears? So then, Vidikarele Makarele, then what would be the point of saying it? Why did he even ask it? Couldn't he understand the price who could learn like, just like the Mishnah? Omar Loch, the Gemara says, because Ketanim When we said it got damaged by it, we can understand it got damaged by slipping. but in the Bryce, Ketanim Huzka, if the animal was hurt, but like Ketanim Bohen by it, so then Achilu Ketanim, it sounds like it got hurt by its eating, and therefore we can ask the Kasha and Rav. And the other way to argue with that diak is you'll say Leishna, it doesn't make a difference of the Bohen or not Bohen. Toshma, another Kasha and Rav. And the ox ate the Balabayas's Chitim. The Hisra is Umes, and it has some kind of death by diarrhea. Potter, that Balhabayas is going to be Potter for many Achrayas. Vim Hichnes Bershus, let's say the Balabayas gave Bershus, then Balachotzer is Chayev. So while we could be apologetic for the explosive diarrhea, Lamaisa, the animal shouldn't have eaten it because of Rav Svara. Omar Rava Bershus Hashalai Bershus Karamas, you're comparing the Brisa, which was talking about Rashus, to Rav's case where it was Shaloi Bershus. Bershus, Shmiras, Shairai, Kabbalah, That's good for the point that when Rashus, the Bal Hachotzer was Makabal himself. Achrayas of watching the other guy's shar. So he's like a shimer. So that's me at that point, even if the ox would choke itself, he would still be Achray. Because he was Makabal and Achrayas. But when you're not Makabal Achrayas, then he'll be Potter. We'll stop here and pick it up at Mirza Shem tomorrow.